This episode is brought to you by Roberta's, home of Heritage Radio Network for 10 years. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com. All right. <clears throat> now, look here. Welcome to Life's a Banquet. It's a show about the highs and also the lows, mostly the lows, let's be honest, of everything edible, spreadable, and pourable with me, your host, the big, tall, jolly green giant, and... Oh. And me, Andre the Giant. Oh my god, a giant off? Are we gonna have a giant cage match right now? No, I'm very kind. Also, my dad was just watching... What is the movie that he's in? The Princess Bride? And I hadn't seen it, you know, in a couple of years. It's so good. Dude, it's so good. I laughed. I laughed as if I hadn't seen that movie 350 times. Me too. And last week when I got home last Friday after the last Zaza pop-off, a pop-off. Oh, my God. Brain problems. (laughs) It kind of was a pop-off. Am I right? The last Zaza pop-up. pop-over? Yes, it was full of pop-overs and popcorn. And Pop-Tarts. Um, I came home and I also turned on La Princess Bride. I think it's like on Hulu or something for free. Yeah, it is. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this. Rob Reiner is also a gentle giant. And mm-hmm. uh, that movie is it was great. perfect. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's just like, it's still funny after all these years. Yep. Inconceivable. <sighs> I met that man. Yeah. It was really exciting. He's just as I short in real life as he is on television. Have you seen the movie My Dinner with... Andre? Andre? It is Andre the Giant, again. <laughs> There's an Andre theme here for this guy. What is that guy's name? I for- always forget his name. It's um, like two last names. Like Wallace Sean. Wallace, Wallace Sean, yeah. exactly, yeah. Famously on Gossip Girl. <laughs> and also Clueless. Mm-hmm. The best and part no of other movies. Yeah, that's it. That's all he was in. And My Very Dinner with short. Andre the Giant. <laughs> he ate everything he ate more than his share of food i can tell you that he's also in annie hall did you guys know this is is a new podcast about wallace (laughs) sean welcome folks we are done with ben and jen and this is now the wallace sean cast the zillennials are crazy about wallace sean Uh. we're just trying to see how we can bore you literally to death in 45 minutes of time. well i want to bore Is them to working? tears but if they die it's not our fault if he dies he dies we're not contractually implicated if someone dies listening to the episode are they are we <laughs> i don't know let's knocky knock on wood maybe we should quit while we're ahead nicole you still have a Nicole, and I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, it's never going to go away. But look what I'm drinking. Two different kinds of water. One is seltzer, tangerine. Mm, fizzy. And ah, I love it. this punk rock water here, liquid death. Oh, tell me about that. I'm confused about liquid death water. What is it? Just plain water? I don't know, but it's from the Alps, it says. And then on the bottom, it says, murder your thirst. And That's I'm going smart. to. That's good marketing, and also water in a can, much better Here than I am a opening plastic it. bottle. It's a big reveal. Take a sip. Okay. Glug, glug, glug. It tastes like nothing. <laughs> it tastes watery. Very watery. Very watery. It's a little watered Wet. down, I would say. Yeah. A little water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I do think 
that Avion water has a specific taste to it. Yeah, it's like there is slippery and gross, and I bottled don't like water. It. Like also, um, what's the like the one you get in the Coke machine? What brand is that one? Oh, Dasani. Yes, that tastes gross. Like it has a good flavor that I don't I, like. Yeah, it's like boy, it's bottled in the toilet. It comes from like <laughs> the toilets at the Coca Cola. They're like we tap the toilets in the Rockies. <laughs> anyway well i'm sorry that you're not feeling well that really stinks huh well i feel okay i just have this incessant cough and runny nose that will never go away apparently according to my other coworkers who have the same cold as me and are also still fighting the symptoms it sucks dude i did something last night that i want to tell you about okay i'm proud of it at first i was embarrassed now i feel proud actually i was never embarrassed but that's a lie (laughs) um I made like I have iceberg lettuce. I made like a delicious like pizza shop salad in my mm. house. But I'm like, oh, I really want like ranch dressing on this, but like yeah. I didn't have any. Like I only have the Hidden Valley Ranch powder, but not the rest of the components to make ranch dressing. Maybe you just put so it in I some just, water. Just took the powder, shook that powder right on top of my oil and vinegar salad. Oh yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. A, great idea. a revelation. What so I like good. to do is Guess- take the powder, put some water in it, drink it with a straw. Oh, amazing. Or you can use it as an enema. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, the Hidden Valley enema. You know, uh, another... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I have a question that someone asked me at work the other day, which we should know because we did an episode about this. And she said, do coffee enemas just clean out your colon or do they jazz you up with the caffeine? They jazz you up. And I said they jazz because you're absorbing the caffeine through your butthole or whatever. Have okay. you checked your butthole for caffeine? I wa- I'm sorry I uh, interrupted you there, but I have breaking news mm-hmm. that I was just so eager to share with you, which is that I bumped into, randomly on the street, Mike my Sala. brand new neighbor, Mike Sala. He told me. Who, horrifyingly, was going to get a stand for a parrot that he owns. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. folks, this is breaking news in our personal friendship community, but also... For all of you, that people actually have to live with parrots, and I find that disturbing. Nicole, what do you think about it? Okay, so this parrot is a childhood parrot. He's had it a long time, I think. Um, So it's old as hell, and he was at first just, like, watching it for his parents while they moved, I believe. But now he was like, oh, I have a spare room. If you come to New York, you can stay here in the bird's room. And I was like, well, (gasps) how long are you going to have the bird? And he was like, oh, well, I'm, I kind of am in love with the bird now, so I'm not going to get rid of it. And I was like, help! Yeah, send help. So that's why we started to go fund me for our friend Mixala. <laughs> he needs some help. Yeah. Yeah, he needs some intervention, some kind of parrot intervention. We're going to have to tie him down, go into the house, take that bird, and mm-hmm. let it fly away. Yeah, well, it's so old. I don't think it would do well in the wild. It also talks. That's the worst part. And, you know, here's the thing about parrots is that it is old like I believe Mike you told me your parrot was like 25 years old and I'm so sorry to be calling you out so publicly and shaming you for your (laughs) love of birds on the podcast because I'm sure this parrot is perfectly lovely but um those things are that parrot is not old it's just like a regular age because parrots live to be like 80 they They do live like a human lifespan yeah so actually the parrot that he has that I believe he said it was in its 20s is quite young yeah it's like just graduated from college yeah, it's in the prime of its life. I mean, there's so much life for it. It's probably going to outlive Do they live his to entire family, eight? all of us. Oh, in, yeah. Sometimes even longer, which is terrible. It's terrible that anything, sh- that a parrot should live that long. They're so, they're so precocious and rude. Are they rude? 
Yes, they say awful things. It they says tease people. 40 to 60 years or more. That's how I yeah. it. Or more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, listen to this shit. Doves live for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You know what? I think seagulls live for like 30 years. What? Which is fucked up. Yeah, dude. I don't. Okay, but seagulls a finch, live for 30 years. A finch only lives for nine years. That's that's unfair. Why the finch? The finch, I'd rather have a lot. What if finches don't bother us at all? <coughs> oh, God. Yeah, sorry. I got a cold. I guess. Or something. Okay, well, a cockatoo can live 60 years. 60 years. That I seems know, and I, mental. It is mental, and people get these as pets, and then, I'm sorry. Like, I know that we wish our dogs and cats could live for 60, 60 years because they're yeah. actually like cuddly and soft and nice. Mm-hmm. It's unfair to me that like what I deem as like the worst pet, a pet with sharp, a sharp beak and claws that doesn't snuggle you. And lives for like, Cause they are dinosaurs. A human, yeah. A human amount of time. Okay. Well, I think we need to do something about this on our bird episode here. Um, doves <laughs> live 20 years or more in captivity, but in the wild, they only live one and a half years. Oh my god! It's hard out there for a dog. You know why? Because people just release them at weddings all the time, and then they're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Now I'm in a totally different area than I was. I have to fend for myself. Yeah, I grew up in Michigan. Now here I am in fucking Hyannisport. This is unfair. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend who just got married not that long ago who literally released doves at the wedding, and I think that's not okay. I would say. I don't agree with it at all, but I will say that if it does decrease the dove lifespan, I'm for it. Because if I haven't already made this clear, I'm anti-bird. <laughs> anti-bird. And people have said this to me in the past. They're like, you don't like birds. I'm like, I didn't. I never said that. Birds are fine. And birds are fine. I don't but also, like they're birds not. either. They're dinosaurs. They have little beady eyes. What about they're pigeons? Wacky. They suck. I mean, Exactly. I have a friend who's, oh my God, uh, I forgot to silence my, that was a message from birthday boy, Adam Golfer. Um, it's his birthday? Happy birthday, it Adam. It is, yes, it is. Adam, thank you. Happy birthday, but you did disrupt uh, America's most important podcast. Mm-hmm. So About Wallace anyway, Shawn and birds. About the Wallace Shawn and bird episode. I have a friend, Melanie, who is afraid of pigeons, like terribly afraid of pigeons and all birds. Which is she like, living here? you? Yeah, and I'm like, how do you, like, survive? You know I don't what I mean? Know. I mean, birds don't really interact with me very much here in Indiana. As much as pigeons, and they would always be around you in New York. Of course. You and sit seagulls, down for, and now we know finches. Oh, and seagulls, yeah. If you're on the beach, they're going to eat your food. Yeah, seagulls are absolutely unacceptable. Well, anyway, folks, Nicole, I'm hoping that you have some Ben and Jen news for us. Anything funny happening to these two idiots this week? Guys, guess what? The internet said, hold on, I have to go back because I looked up the age of birds. What <laughs> 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 okay. about penguins? Oh, I don't know. I, you know, I never watched that March of the Penguins movie where they presumably address the length of their lives. Um, okay. <laughs> TMZ says that Jennifer Lopez was spotted wearing a possible engagement ring There's a picture of her, like, at the airport or something, and there's a giant red arrow pointing to her finger. (laughs) It's so funny. That's hilarious. What does the finger look like? Is it nice and straight? Is it it funky? She's wearing, like, a not the most flattering dress, I would say. Here, can you see this? (laughs) 
Not really. Me, I know. Yeah, I can't really see it either. But allegedly, <laughs> I see a bright red arrow, but I don't see yeah, anything. I see the arrow. The arrow is humongous. <laughs> the arrow is taking up the whole picture. Oh, well, God. Wow, okay, that's... now that I zoomed in, it is actually fucking huge. It's like the fucking canary diamond, the, the yellow canary diamond. <laughs> oh, my God. The one it's they like steal the... in that movie. <laughs> it's like the diamond from, um, whatchamacallit, my, your favorite movie, Titanic. Yeah. Um, Is that even a diamond? I don't know, but I, here's the thing. If you are a super rich person, I guess it doesn't matter to you, but you've like bought multiple like billion-dollar engagement rings. <laughs> Seems kind of a waste. It's so weird. It's much like I feel about some of their other, like, you know, things that turn them on, like their big, giant houses with multiple bathrooms. It's like, I don't yeah. know. At a certain point, like, why do you need like such a big giant diamond like it's is it any better than just like an elegant cute ring like why does it have to be like so big i mean it's why a don't you just give that money thing, to i guess yeah, I but know. like also not very comfortable to wear not that j-lo does the dishes or anything but you know this ring's gonna get snagged in her flowy dress that she's wearing it absolutely will and that's really why i never wear hair. a ring yeah anyway that's all i know but let's get down to the real topic of the day what Which is, it, is what are we talking about today? We're talking about Wallace Shawn's favorite food, beans. <laughs> <laughs> Notorious bean freak Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. He, um, he loves them. And so, okay, there. I wanted to ask you. Do you have a funny story about beans that uh, your friend, your ex boyfriend? I do. Yes. Thank you, you for tell- bringing it up. Will you I tell feel like I- <laughs> my ex-boyfriend and ex-friend, um, we had, I think either just like moved in together or like, we're going to move in together. We were like, you know, in the relationship to the mm-hmm. point where he's like, I want to make coffee. We're like, like, where are the coffee beans? So we must not have lived together at that point. Anyway, insignificant. He, like, goes over, he gets the coffee pot. I'm not a coffee-at-home person to begin with. Like, I I usually have coffee in the house, and I have a French press, but I don't do it often. So, anyway, I check back in with this dude a couple, you know, minutes later, and I look at the coffee in the French press, and it's, like, this murky gray water. And I was like, what is this? And he goes, it's coffee. I, I was like, where did you get the coffee beans? It goes right over there and points to a jar that is filled with motherfucking black beans. <laughs> this person made coffee with black beans, which to me was the funniest thing that had ever happened in the history of the world. And yes. he like didn't laugh at it and mm-hmm. he never laughed at it. And I told the story multiple times to literally everyone I knew, sometimes in front of him, never thought it was funny. Ultimately, I think it's what led to the end of the relationship. Yeah, and well, he's it now is... thriving and I'm me. <laughs> so well, who's laughing now? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, the beans are, that's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is, it could happen to anyone though. Black beans look exactly identical to coffee beans. <laughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part is they were cooked black beans. <laughs> they were? No, no, no. Oh, I was like, what? You have just cooked black beans sitting in a jar and you're counter now you're definitely in the insane <laughs> one it was no. black bean puree <laughs> yeah it was uh it was black bean paste mm. um okay well i'm going to talk to you guys about all different kinds of beans bean facts if you will um so prepare yourselves settle in get Let's out your bucket of refried beans and day in <laughs> <coughs> pardon me 
Okay. A bean is an edible seed, which I didn't know until now. Why would you? I don't know. I think it seems like very logical when you think about it, but I didn't know. Um, I thought they grew on trees. They have been around for like literally ever. The first couple of beans that they've found. <laughs> they found some in Thailand in the year 9750 BC. Oh my God. That was a great That's year. It's an old bean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a great year for beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, Very hot dry. summer. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also found some in 7,000 BC in Mexico. These beans were probably not cultivated. They were probably just like wild, wilding out. Um, there are 40,000 different kinds of beans on Earth. Get the hell out of here. That's quite a few. I, you know, I've only ever had two kinds. Hummus beans. That's wild. And refried beans. Hummus beans. <laughs> what if about jelly beans? If it's not a dip, I'm not eating it. Fair enough. Well, and that's enough. what I want. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> that's your campaign slogan? <laughs> Vote for Nicole Bailey. If it's not a dip, I'm not eating it. Um. Okay. National Bean Day is on January 6th. We just barely missed it by a couple of months. <laughs> it's my mom's birthday. Oh, Yeah. And, and she fucking loves beans. Well, I mean, how could she not? It's National Bean Day, her day of birth. Um, also, was- sidebar, sorry, but like January 6th is one day after the birthday of the person who made the bean coffee. His uh, birthday was January 5th. Awkward. Um, okay. The reason why they chose January 6th for Big Bean Day is because famous botanist Mendel died that day. <laughs> and he, I Mendel. He's famous for like fucking around with a bunch of beans, figuring out how genetics work in his yard. So thanks, Whoa. Mendel. Um, the, tallest, <laughs> the tallest bean plant ever was 46 feet tall. Get out of here. How did they make it? I don't understand. Like, what supported it? It just went straight up in the air? Like, I don't understand. I Is know, it that's very confusing. A huh? tree? I don't understand. Um, that sounds more like a bean tree, which proves my earlier hypothesis that beans grow on trees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bean soup is on the Senate's restaurant menu, and it has been every single day since the early 1900s. Weird. I and wonder how, who gets it. I don't know. I mean, we get it. You know what I mean? No, but which <laughs> which senators <laughs> do you think get the bean soup every day? I don't know, man. Probably... I couldn't name a single senator if you asked me. Um, if you want, if you want though, if you're really into the Senate, you can get the recipe for that bean soup on the internet. Okay. Okay. So run, don't walk to your computer <laughs> and get that recipe. Um, North Dakota, America's favorite state, um, provides one third of our United States beans. That's a shocking fact to me for some reason, just because I don't think of North Dakota like that as more than a friend. But uh, now I guess I have to. I don't think of North Dakota ever. Me neither. South Dakota? Sure. North Dakota? Sure, of course. No. Never. No. But now, always, because I love beans, and every time I eat a bean, I'm going to say, you came from North Dakota probably. There's a one-third chance. 
<laughs> well, one, one, out of every, one out of every three beans that you eat came from North Dakota. <laughs> wow. So some of you did. I'm going to address the beans before I have it. Folks, for those of you here today from North Dakota, welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our yeah, new listeners. Uh, and also South Dakota. Love you guys. Um, ah, great state. <laughs> so big. I love those southern states, you know? So warm. Um, uh, Pythagoras, famous theorem guy, um, inventor of geometry or whatever. Um, he, because he was so like good at geometry, he sort of had like a cult following people would like do whatever he did and eat whatever he ate. He is considered the first vegetarian because he wouldn't eat any meat products, but he also hated beans. Pythagoras. And he wouldn't even walk in a bean field. What do you mean? Like, if he saw a bean field, he wouldn't go in there. He would walk around it. Even if it took, like, an (laughs) extra half an hour to get to the store or whatever. Like, people who hold their breath while they pass a cemetery? Yes. But with beans. Okay, Mm -hmm. which seems fine, like, whatever. Until an angry mob chased him because they were like, geometry is boring. Um, They chased him right up to a bean field, and he wouldn't go in there, and so they fucking killed him. (laughs) Oh, my God. He died because of his fear of beans? Yeah. Oh my, Pythagoras. I, mm-hmm. I, now I don't really feel like we can trust this theorem. Yeah, well, it's never been proven, so, you know. I'm questioning everything. Okay. I'm learning a lot in this episode, though. I have to be honest, and mm-hmm. I'm not just, like, saying that. I really feel like this is the most I've learned in my whole life. Yeah, I agree with you. You've never learned anything. Um, Bird ages, bean facts. I mean, North Every Dakota. movie that Wallace Shawn has been in. <laughs> <laughs> my dinner with Honor the Giant. <laughs> okay. okay let's get back to beans okay great sorry native americans taught the colonists how to grow beans in corn so the beans like climb up the corn stalk Cute. um and the colonists repaid them by slaughtering them completely um <laughs> and destroying them um and giving them blankets filled with smallpox <coughs> ah. in nicaragua newlyweds are given a bowl of beans for good luck. I don't know if they're cooked or not. I hope they like, are. Just in general or when they like do something? Like when they get married? Newlyweds. Oh, newlyweds. Got yeah. it. I thought you just said people. You're right. You did say newlyweds. Just people. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Nicaragua, like when you get a lay when you go to Hawaii. <laughs> you just get a bowl of beans. You get a bowl of beans. Um, I'd prefer that. So... In 1980, an archaeologist in New Mexico, which sounds very, like, sexy to me to be an archaeologist in 1980 in New Mexico. Um, they found a clay pot sealed with pine tar containing bean seeds that were 1,500 years old. And they Sick. planted those beans and they grew. It's fucked up. Can you believe Sick. it? No, that's awesome. Those I love it. Old beans? The undead, yeah. <clears throat> and then one of the archaeologists made coffee out of them. <laughs> and then and the other archaeologist found a mosquito and some amber. <laughs> and you know the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Dinosaurs <laughs> took over the world. Again. Um, Napoleon, that little guy, he um, fed his soldiers beans because he thought that they strengthen your muscles and your brain. And he was correct. And that's why he oh, that won the war of 1812. <laughs> okay. 
your favorite war, which by, by the way, will be the next episode. The War of 1812 is coming up next week on Life's a Banquet. I think my favorite war is the Hundred Years War. That's a long war. It didn't actually last for a hundred years also. It's a misnomer. <laughs> my favorite year, my favorite war is the War on Drugs. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I loved both Nancy and Ronald Reagan. Such mm-hmm. heroes in my eyes. Absolutely. And also what great music they make. Oh, yes. That's fabulous. I can't believe they formed a band after they got out of I know, the White ha- House. I mean, when you hear him sing, it doesn't sound like Ronald Reagan at all. It doesn't, but he is dead, so yeah, go- yeah. he might have a ghost voice. Well, I would assume what a skeleton would sound like singing is not what it actually sounds like. It sounds like a live person. <laughs> it does. It's really good. Good on you, Reagans. <laughs> Big fans of all your work, music um, and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Ancient Egyptians used beans as cosmetics. They used a whitewash made out of beans to lighten their skin, which to me is wacky. I didn't even know ancient Egyptians were into lightening their skin. Apparently, it's been around forever. Bad news, you guys. And shame on finger point, uh, uh, wag at you Egyptians. Um, okay, 71,089 people. It's a hard number to say. Roughly 71,000 people had the last name Bean. But this really? does not include... Rowan Atkinson, who played Mr. Bean. His name is Rowan Atkinson. Monsieur Bean, if you will. Mm-hmm. Senior Bean. <laughs> um, Vermont, famous snowboarding town, um, ranks the highest in searching for bean recipes on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but why? But, but why is, my question is, but why did someone wonder who's, what state searches for the most bean recipes? That question would never occur to me in my whole it's life. Probably, it's probably the same scientist who found the like ancient beans dressed up like Laura Dern. They're like in their mm-hmm. later years in life. They're like, well, I can't really do archaeology and paleontology anymore. I might as well get into researching something different. Who's looking up all these goddamn bean recipes? That's yeah. what. Yes. Um, Alabama, a state in the Union, um, has a butter bean festival. And that festival... Holds the record for the largest pot of baked beans, 1,010 gallons of baked beans. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, That's okay, famous. did they also win the Guinness Book of World Records for biggest pot? Because you have to have a really <laughs> big pot for 1,000 gallons to fit inside of it. Totally. Like, and also biggest spoon. Where do you even get that much? Maybe they didn't put it all in one pot, I guess. Well, then how is it the biggest pot of beans? Then you could just say that like mm. any collection of pots of beans are the biggest. And you obviously like, it has to be in a if big it's not pot. In one picture pot, of this. Yeah, then it doesn't amount to a hill of beans, you know? Exactly. Good bean <laughs> pun or reference. Um, this pertains to your interest, Sarah. The longest right. recorded time for sitting in a bath of cold baked beans is 100 <laughs> hours. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. But okay, and so many are, questions. Obviously, well, I just want to tell you who did it. Barry Captain Beanie Kirk, who's <laughs> obviously <course>. British, <coughs> did this. So like he's sitting in there for a hundred hours. He definitely peed in there at the very least. Oh, I mean, of course he peed in there. There's no doubt about it. He probably pooped in there too. A hundred hours. How That's many like days, days is a hundred hours? Four, there's no, four there's days. no way to find out for sure. We will never know, but I think if I was a guessing man, I'd say it's four days. According to Pythagoras, it's four days. 
That's Pythagoras's literal worst nightmare. <laughs> uh, it's true. Well, I think his worst nightmare was being murdered by a mob right in front of a bean field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of those randy brits um every hour 38.5 tons of baked beans are eaten in britain that's sick that's too many yeah well it is quite a lot um the top five u.s varieties of bean are pinto navy black red kidney and great northern mm, great northern just a little tiny white bean just a very small little baby. Yeah, not that great, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Great Northern is fine. I'll, I will use it if, like, cannellini is all out. I'll be like, I guess I'm going to Great Northern. Um, the U.S. Department of Agriculture tells me that I'm supposed to eat three cups of beans per week. I thought you were going to say per day, which would seem like too much. But per week seems manageable. Do you eat three cups of beans per week? I don't know. Probably not. Well, you should start counting. Because I, I know you beans... eat them uh, singly. <laughs> well, if they're mushed up in a dip form, then I'll eat them, as I mentioned. Otherwise, get the hell out of here. Um, so if you want to actually have less flatulence from eating beans, you need to eat more of them. So the song that says, the more you eat, the more you toot, that's actually incorrect. The more you eat, the less you toot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, breaking news here. See, I told you, I am actually truly, and I'm not just saying this, learning. So, so... So, so much. Yeah. And there is a Navy Bean Festival here in Indiana the first weekend of October. That's and... hot. Are you going to go? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then your closest bean festival, Dara, is in Cape May, New Jersey. Also the first weekend in October. So, well, thank yeah. God. We'll do a follow-up episode from the festival, I would say. Probably. Reporting live from the Navy Bean Festival here out here in Cape May, New Jersey. That no, is wild. Lima, it's a lima bean festival, okay? Oh, I love lima beans. <laughs> I, I love know. lima beans. Yeah, lima beans are delicious. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely be there. Folks, we're all going. And Anyone want to be my date? Pretty cute. It's right on the ocean there. It's cute. Mike Sally, you hear that? Let's go ahead and do that. We'll make a weekend of it. Bring your parrot. Put him in a little naval officer's uniform. <laughs> Put one of those little hawking hats on it that hawks have to wear. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they look really cute with their hats on. <laughs> a hawking hat on a parrot. <laughs> uh, oh, Me, Mike Sala, a parrot wearing a hawk's hat, and Wallace Shawn walk into a fava bean festival. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. <clears throat> um, that's all I have for us, people. That's interesting. And folks... We decided before the show today that this is going to be a two, maybe even a three-parter on beans. So get the fuck ready. So this episode is going to be a little bit short today. Yeah. Um, but next week, we're going to lay some more interesting bean-adjacent facts right mm. upon you. Right upon you, yeah. Whether you like it or not. Much as you would layer a black bean puree on a tostada. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody stop her. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey, famous bean lover. By the way, I have a couple questions answered here. In fact, just one. But uh, everybody was probably dying to know. An emperor penguin lives 15 to 20 years. But hmm. a little penguin only lives six years. Bummer. A little penguin? What is a little penguin? Well, the emperor one is the a really little penguin. big ones. Oh, little penguin. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, it's six years. That'll be fine. They're all floating off in the middle of the ocean on little ice patches anyway. Yeah, they're going to be extinct soon anyway, so it's totally fine. 
You know what? Penguin is a bird that I actually could get behind. And not in a sexual way. Get your mind out of the gutter. I just mean I could support its candidacy for president. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jim Carrey, he was in the best movie ever made, Mr. Popper's Penguins, which is really, really good. Dude, penguins are... That's crazy. Penguins are fucking cute. Yeah. The March of the Penguins is a movie. It is a movie. They're interesting. They're very professional for birds. Walking well, they're around always wearing on their two feet a like tuxedo. That. Yeah, they're always wearing a tuxedo at all times. That's true. They are always wearing a tuxedo. Um, but they're very, very cute. I would like to meet one. If anyone has a pet penguin, now that is a pet that I would respect. It lives an appropriate amount of time. <laughs> it's soft and cute. It's basically oh, like a dog. Are they soft? I think they don't even... I think they have fur and not feathers. No. Yeah, they're ha- they're covered in fur, baby. A fur baby? Fur baby. Their fur babies covered in fur, baby. <laughs> they're furry. I'm telling you, man. Does anyone have a penguin out there? Reach out to us. Well, Sean, you seem like someone who'd own a penguin. Let's hear from you. All right, folks. They have feathers. The Venusode. Penguins have feathers, just like all other birds. Okay, it says here right on the internet. Armin, edit this part out of the show where Nicole <laughs> proves me wrong. I would like to go on believing that penguins are covered in fur for the rest of my life. I think it seems fair. Let me have my one dream. Okay. I'm just like scrolling through looking at pictures of penguins as we're speaking. And some of them honestly are brown. And that's weird to me. Honestly, Why? some penguins are brown. It's the best sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> but we're meant to think that they're all black and white. And some of them are just all brown. Well, the March of the Penguins is propaganda. It is. It's pro-penguin propaganda. I've never we seen need it. need to put but it to I, a stop. I hope that it's good. It's about a marching band made out of penguins, I guess. Right? <laughs> they all play an instrument. Now, look, I'm looking at <laughs> penguins on the internet still, even though I should probably be doing something else. There's a penguin called, I think it says sock hopper penguin. Mm, he goes to sock hops all the time. He loves sock hops, and he has long, bright green eyebrows. Whoa. Right. Yeah, it's really freaky. Well, I hope wow. that you are still listening because this is riveting <laughs> content um, here at the end. We, we, we told really, you we would bore you to death. We really we finished we... strong. Nicole and Zara, <laughs> go look on the internet and look at pictures of penguins while you listen. <laughs> look, somebody's got to do it. Everyone else is just like reporting on like true crime. Right. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you know, true politics, schmolitics, and freaking book clubs and all this. Nobody is looking at pictures of penguins on the internet and telling you about it. And that's where we come in. I know this was supposed to be about food, but guess what? You're wrong. It's about Ben Affleck and stupid fucking penguins how dare they be so cute all right that's enough folks (laughs) folks this was a riveting episode about beans thank you so much for listening and um we'll see you next week with part two part two pasta la pasta bye 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 my name is brandon hoy co-owner of roberta's a super duper awesome place roberta's is a very 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 proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Life's Banquet is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Or connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. 
Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, and more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click at the heart at the top right of our homepage. And thanks for listening.